0: to, going to pace over. this and, uh, the, of the after there, you know she up a, 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 point, a very much point, any this is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Family.
1: Welcome to this special edition of Come On Kind with myself, Martin Quilty, and And I'm Anya Fahey. Tonight we are going to have a special preview of the county finals that will be coming up this coming weekend. And we are delighted to be joined on the line already by one of the senior management team, that is Donal Carroll from Dixborough. Donal, you're very welcome to Come On Kind.
2: Thanks very much Martin.
1: Uh, I suppose first of all it's great to be back into a county final again where you'd like to be um, since the start of the year so your overall uh, prediction I suppose and view so far of how the uh, the championship has went for yourselves.
3: Um, yeah no it is. It's, it's great sure it's every team's aim to get into the county final when they start the year that's, that's what they're aiming for. Um, we're happy enough with the way we've been progressing so far and it's nice to you know the rub of the green here and there helps a lot as well
1: I suppose you were there against the same opposition which is Piltown I think it was two years ago back in 2019 humdinger of a game you came away with the victory after that one a last minute goal Jenny Clifford popping up and getting the all important score for yourself so I suppose you're looking forward to another battle again the Sutherland club of Piltown
3: uh, we are yeah, um, yeah it's true it was Piltown were leading at half time and coming into the closing stages they were leading and then we got a, a fortuitous goal Jenny got on the end of it and that was the difference between the teams um, in the end. In fact, we played Piltown a week or two later in the Under Twenty One Championship and it went to extra time and then they caught us in extra time that time.
0: And I suppose, Donna, like, you know, it has been kind of, the last two years have been very touch and go with COVID and everything that's going on at the moment. Um, for yourselves and the girls, I suppose like Kamoki has been a massive outlet for everybody in Dixborough and to, to get the reaps of a county final this year must be an overwhelming feeling for you all.
3: Uh, it is. I've said it to uh, our own girls and some of the teams that we were playing. It was just great to get the competition played. You know, um, I'm working in the hospital and you just see the numbers that are, that are coming through there that it is it's it it's great for everybody that we can get these matches played and get them played safely.
0: Thankfully, I suppose that's the main thing. I suppose we'll just talk a little bit about your semi final win over Thomastown. Do you feel like after coming out of that game that, you know, there is going to be a favourites tag on your head now heading into the final?
3: I I I don't look like anybody who was at the game, they know that the the weather dictated a lot of it and we had, there was a couple. Eva Hines had a very narrow shot wide, whereas Asha McCarty's shot crept inside the post. These are the narrow differences. These are the small things that get you over the line. And we we're well aware we're playing a Pilltown team that have county players on most departments in the team. You know, we definitely know we're up against it. So, no, I wouldn't accept a. A favourite stag.
0: And I suppose for yourselves, you must have a whole new lease of life with all this fresh fresh young blood that's being bred into this team this year. When we look at the likes of Asha McCarty, you've got Rachel Dowling, Amy Clifford, Nee Phelan. It must give a, a massive boost to, to the whole management team and the whole club to see these young players really standing out at this level.
3: Uh, it is. It's, it's great for the, the, the players to bring a bit of enthusiasm to it. They put some of the we'll call them older girls because they're not in the room with me, I can call them that. It keeps them on their toes, but it does. It's the enthusiasm that they bring, which is great, and everybody feeds off that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I suppose kind of what I've kind of maybe seen from a lot of the younger players this year, they just don't seem to have any fear when it comes out and playing against other big clubs in in this competition.
3: It's something that you'd see in sport a lot, um, where people, when they come in, that they... They they do bring that that confidence and that exuberance to a game at the start, you know. So it's the, we're happy enough with that, that they're playing, they're, they're enjoying the game, and, and that's the important thing. And we're just happy enough to have them opportunities for them. Now, a couple of the the girls got got chance because we've we've lost a few players over the last couple of years. We've lost Lisa Henrik has moved to dungarvan Orla Moore is studying in France. Um, Orla Henrik is carrying an injury at the moment so this gives the younger girls an opportunity to come in and in fairness to them they've, they've held their own
1: Just speaking of injuries then I suppose uh, Donal leading up into the week that's coming now how are preparations going for the county final now on Sunday when it comes to the injury worries and that apart from Orla any fresh injury concerns after your semi-final victory?
3: No we are like it was a, it was a tough game plenty of knocks and bruises and that but you know, there's nothing like winning a match to make you forget all those knots and bruises and just burst into to get out again the next day um, it also has to be said that playing the matches this time of the year means that there isn't great opportunity for training in the evening so we just take that opportunity to wrap them in cotton wool a bit and look after them for the next match
1: and just looking at your profiles even during the week as well you have an awful lot of students that's involved in it I'm assuming some of them would be away in college so when it comes to the training pattern then for the week do you have the girls back then for training or is it just a case of having them for the weekend and just having them do their own bits and pieces then in the lead up to the county final yeah
3: we we kind of took the approach because it's all so Match after match after match for the last few weeks that we just took the approach that there was no point in getting them to sit into a car, whether it's in Limerick or or Dublin, and drive down an hour and a half to go training under lights in bad weather when they can do it themselves in Dublin. So we said no, we we'll leave them off, let them let them do their own thing, and we'll see them at the weekends.
1: Well, we know it was a humpdinger of a game back in 2019 when the two sides met and we are certainly looking forward to uh, another humpdinger in the Michael Ling Hyundai Motors Senior Championship game. Donald, no doubt that yourselves and the rest of your management crew are all set and ready to go along with your players. We thank you very much for taking the time out to be with us here on Come On Kind this evening and we wish you the very best of luck in the upcoming final on Sunday against Piltown. Thanks very much. Lovely. That was indeed Donald Carroll, one of the management team with Dixborough. And shortly, we will be talking to Alan Roach, who is going to join us here in studio, the manager of the Pilltown team. will be right back in just a couple of moments. Welcome back to Come On Kind with myself and Anya Fahi here for the special County Final Preview Show for the upcoming Michael Ling Hyundai, or Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Senior Championship Final between Dixborough and Piltown. And we are delighted that we are now joined in studio by the manager of Piltown, Alan Rojan. Alan is a, a Gordon man, I suppose by trade, getting ready to take the helm of the Piltown girls. No stranger though, Alan's management, you've been with WIT for many, many years and I suppose first things first I suppose you're looking forward to the game on Sunday?
4: I can't wait now I'm just looking forward to now just wish Sunday to come quick and just we go at it and see what happens
1: I suppose being your first year with Pilltown, you've know that they've met one another previously back in two thousand and nineteen. It was um a a good final. It was right up to almost the death. Pilltown had it in their grasp, uh, just that last minute goal by Jenny broke Pilltown hearts. Um, so I suppose you've looked at maybe the video from that day and your all rearing to go and tactics ready now for the final that's coming up
4: yeah we will myself and Shane and, and Andrew we've looked at it in depth and do you know, it was unfortunately it was at the last minute that Jenny got the goal but that's that's camogie.
0: Um, I suppose Alan let's kind of go back to the very beginning you've trained WIT you've trained Carrick Shock you've trained Young Ireland you were Carlo as well what made you go to Piltown
4: What made me go to Pilton was um just I've been with the men in Thom well the last two years. Um and I was with Thomas Town for the last two years and then I I decided, you know, it was a break and I was going to take the year out, but then I got an an opportunity for a phone call came and talking to my good wife and she was telling me how good they were as you know Lisa. She know all the comogue and I said Listen, and I, I thought about it and then I, I looked into my backroom team and I just see if I could get my backroom team that I wanted and they agreed to come with me. And so I accepted the position and here we are today now looking into two county finals the weekend, which yeah I, at the start of the year, I didn't think. Do you know, coming from the men to the women, I didn't but it's enjoyable and I'm and I can't wait for it now and I'm delighted I made the decision to go to Piltown.
0: And it must be like a huge like excitement down in Piltown, as you said, to be competing in two county finals. Like any club would be given to be in just the one even, but you know, Piltown be competing at junior and at senior level. There must be serious hype and serious numbers of training.
4: Oh training is yeah. Training does be interesting alright, especially on the weekends when you're looking at but, you could be looking at thirty-five to forty girls, for myself and Shane to try and train, which which is absolutely brilliant. So you know, it's it, it's great, as you as you said, need to have two teams in it. it was, it's after a wild position, our wild aspirations that we got to the junior and the senior. But you know, we we took them. We were going out to when we say how we started year. We were going to try and get to the two county finals, and luckily we're there and. With, with Seamus that you're going to meet later. We said Seamus and, you know, did man- both managers, we sat down and we said, listen, we'll have one hell of a day and we've done come with plans and, you know, we're using girls and not using girls. And so luckily enough that we're both panels are ready to go for mm. s- Saturday and Sunday.
0: And I suppose this kind of goes to show when both panels work together, what can actually be achieved, like when both managers are, you know, really working and communicating and both of them kind of have the one understanding that each is just as important and you know for both grades to be competing yeah, at the I, final stage. especially as as
4: you know you're playing county, but um, look I was involved with Kerry Shock back in 2015 and you know, Mark was the, at, at the match when we when we won the junior so I know how important it is to win the junior mm-hmm. you know especially when we Kerry Shock but you know it, 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 as you say there's a buzz down there I've never yeah. seen it before I've been with men you know Thomas Town there was a great buzz with the Thomas Town men getting to do county finals but the women is just—it's unbelievable. It's yeah. unbelievable, as you know yourself.
1: Yeah. talking about trainers and all um, and you said you have uh, Shane Dineen gone in with you now I know Shane from the WIT as well I mean he nearly killed me one evening as a spin class that I was with him I mean talk about having heart palpitations after coming out of it so I suppose what has he brought um, when it comes in line of the train and of the girls because I mean from what I've seen and I've refereed a couple of the junior games as well your girls are very very fit so he must be doing something right
4: as, as you know he, as, as you remember down the WIT Arena, yeah, he brings just enthusiasm, work rate. You know, he's just—he's a super man. He, he, he's one of the best I've, I've worked with in SNC, and he's—he's he's just so particular to detail. And you know, his training is not long, but it's tough and it's enjoyable, as you know, as yourself doing the classes. Oh, that's on And, and, and the members in WIT just love him so. Do you know, it was he was the first man I went to, and he was delighted. It was like him going. He is unknown to him. He's never been outside the county. He's with a club in Waterford his own club in Ferrybank, and I came to him, and we had a chat, and we approached him, and he said, "Yeah, he loved the opportunity. To, he's never worked with women and a women's team, but." They're they're absolutely loving down there. I suppose it
1: makes your job a lot easier as well when you can have an SNC coach that you know that you can depend on. Um, is that kind of like the first thing that you look at before you go into management and work your team around the people that you have? I mean, the way fitness levels are gone now these days. I mean, you're near the corner forward is nearly as good as what the corner back is at this stage between track and back and that. So, is an SNC person? I won't say guy because there is great females females. out there as well. The SNC is almost I suppose the core of the management that you kind of work around that and then build your backroom team um, around yourself and the SNC together
4: yeah, exactly that's the way I look at it if you have a good SNC. and do you know Shane is just uh, any S&C coaches they're so important to teams this year because the way the game has gone is move, pass, move, pass, move like you could be as, as on 15 you could be a cornerback do you know? understand me like you could and they're working the ball up the up the channels you know you have to be it's just the way the game of Komogi and Hurling has gone it's all about move move, 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 move get the ball, move the ball get, move, bang, bang, bang numbers on the back that's not their position not in, the, not in the day, this day and age. No, but certainly I,
0: not. No the new rules. How yes. do you feel about them? <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: coming in, I, I I actually didn't know much because I was coming from the, as the male, being a male coach, I didn't know much. But It took me a long time to get going. I remember the first game we played at St. Bridges down in the All-County League and we had a gentleman and I asked him what's the rules and he turned around and he didn't know the rules yeah. either. Like it, t- 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 you, you wouldn't be on your own there no, now in fairness I, I,
5: when they
1: came out. Yeah,
4: I don't want to say the referee's name, but you know, like... The don't, we're in enough no. trouble with referees <laughs> already this yeah. week. So it's just like, it, it. they were hard to get used to, you know, because I thought the understanding from Crow Park, it wasn't... Like the referees weren't informed either. Now this could be me, they just weren't informed of the rules when game started you were probably the same when Mm -hmm. you started played your first All-County League game, like dropping the hurl and you know the hand passing and the one I found hard was the referee trying to do the what's the one that 21 do you know take it out your hand yeah that, the,
0: oh, the quick drive. one yes, yeah. yeah
4: quick one that's that took a lot because the referee was so far up and then you'd have the opposition shouting that she's outside the line and you know like that was I found that one very mm-hmm. hard
1: I suppose the fact that they came in so quick from Congress as well that they were nearly just throwing in on top of people that lads and even the referees themselves had very little time to try and get used to it and normally you might have one or two rules that come in at a time but six in the one go like is a hell of a lot to try and get up on but even the quick one out of the hand and I've rarely rarely seen it done this year so when you're managing a team and you know for a fact that we'll say Kellyanne or Karen is after being fouled and they are fouled inside their back are you actually now training that putting it into the mentality okay you can take a quick one get it in your hand get it down to the forwards as quickly as possible or is it just the case of going back to the regular routine sitting it down and setting up an attack as slow as the normal pace would have dictated
4: no, we we're we're as we we try and go with the rules. Do you know like if Ke- if Kellyanne gets a free like that's could be gone 70, 80 yards because she's such a fuck on the ball like, or, mm. or, or 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 Karen or whoever is playing or whoever you're saying like Lorraine Long or any of these like that. We we try and buy by the rules, but then do you know it's it's if the player stops in front of it then the five seconds so you have to take it out. You know, it's it's up to real. It's it's hard, and I feel sorry for the referee, someone, because I could stand on you in front of on you taking a free. You know, like and then. You know what? But even five if
1: seconds was... is very hard yes. because, I mean, a lot of girls don't know it. So, I mean, the referees are kind of now gone onto a coaching aspect mm. as well that you're fouled as a back. You then are trying to say, well, actually, you're fouled. You can take the free out of your hand if you want to. Whereas a lot of managers are not telling the players that and they don't know that they're mm. able to do it. So the five seconds kind of goes wayward a small little bit in that case.
4: It does. And I find it like if one of my backs get fouled and she's down. And she can't take it. So, do you know, it's it's, it's benefit, like She could be down injured. So one of the, like the cornerback could be injured or whoever's going to be cornerback gets injured and then she's down. Then five seconds is gone. So it's the first. The free taker has to go back and take it.
0: Yeah, it's very hesitant. Like I even find, like I fell victim to it. I got fouled coming out of the ball, but I was kind of nearly looking to the referee to say, can I take it out of my hand? Can I take it? But sure, by the time he had said, yeah, the five seconds is up and I ended up having to put yes. it down at the end. You know, you're kind of waiting. You're a bit apprehensive about it just in case, like, because you don't know they could turn around and say, no, time's up or no, you're outside the 45 or whatever the case may be. But sure, I suppose we'll have to adjust to it. Exactly. The it's only a
1: matter of getting used to from
0: those rules around when myself and Woolly were yes, exactly.
4: around WIT Exactly. So no
1: far. <laughs> Your semi-final against Clara, uh, same to you pairings last year in the quarter final went to extra time we know how that ended up this time you played in your home pitch in gordon <coughs> uh so you must have had an inside uh, track of what the, the pitch was going to be like again a close game but you managed to come away just about i think with a one-point victory
4: yeah jeff Becky, surprise there we got my own my own club in gordon but i, I kind of knew do you know, but I was looking at the weather and as, as you, I don't know, if you played in Gorn before, when, when it's windy there, it's literally straight down the field. So it was kind of, as I say in English, it was a game of two halves and just, uh, we kind of got the more scores in the first half and we just held out in the end by the skin of our teeth. Push.
1: Back so, to the walls though, It I was believe. back to the
4: walls, it was like, you know, as, as they say, semi-finals, they're not about form, they're just there to be won and mm-hmm. lucky we got over the line when and blew the final whistle we were one point clear
1: looking forward now to the county final against Dixborough not that long away to go I'll ask you the same as I did when we had Donal on earlier on Um, your profiles you have a lot of students obviously away in college as well which hampers things a small little bit when it comes to training we know there's lights in Pilltown. Um, okay but are you able to get the players back for training midweek or is it just a case of again getting to do their own thing and then having them for the match at the weekend's
4: I am, um, it's getting my, him home Friday. I don't bring him home during the week, you know, because I have a lot. I think I have off the panel. I only, I have a few in WIT, but I have a, a good few in Limerick. So no, so the plan is we just send them to their colleges and in freshers and Ashburn and go down and do the ball work. And, you know, that's, that's the way we do it. And like, I don't want to take it away. That's so, all, you know, you can't beat that college experience. You know, like I don't want to take it away from the girls either because being involved with the Fitz and WIT and watching the Ashburn with Tommy you know, it, they make so much friends and I don't want to cut that out because they make friends for life like like Ani wouldn't probably know my wife Ani Ford the yeah. Camogie so I don't want to take it it's brilliant playing the Ashburns or the fresher. so no I let them train I the suppose they've the missed so
1: much of it as well in yeah. the last 18 months they've hadn't got that yeah. experience so maybe yeah. some players haven't even started no. to play Camogie with no. the colleges yet
4: no like there's a good few now they're probably in second year and so I just uh, it's probably just my Fitzgibbon head on me I'd rather leave them in the college get used to like get used to the Ashburns and the Freshers and the friends and the, the different skills and, and probably sick of listening to me and Shane as well so it's a different voice
1: to mm-hmm. not matter they won't be sick if you win on, uh, on Sunday you'll all be elated <laughs> and joy around the place um, I suppose then going forward after the semi-final win any fresh injuries or anything coming towards the semi-final no, going into no, it or?
4: no we're we're a full bill of health to pick from at the moment so we'll just we're just going to drive on anyway and just hopefully where the B will be on Sunday we'll just attack it
5: well, Whatever
1: that's we it. I, I know we're certainly going mm-hmm. to, uh, to be looking forward to it anyway. And it's going to be a right end to a good season that we've had. Um, and we wish you the very best of luck in it, Alan, and the, the rest of the Pilltown girls. We know it'll be a busy day with the junior girls in it. We won't say too much about that because we have Seamus coming in later on as well. But thanks, Mill, for uh, coming into studio here with us on Come On Kinds this evening. Uh, and the very best of luck in the final on Sunday.
4: Thank you very much, guys, and thanks for having me.
1: That was indeed Alan Roach there, the Piltown team manager. And when we come back after the short break, we will be speaking with Stephen Dormer, previewing his team, Barrow Rangers, in the Shaw's Department Store Intermediate County Final, which is also part of a double bill on Sunday. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with Stephen just after this short break. Welcome back to Come On Kind. We are now joined in studio here by the Barrow Rangers manager, Stephen Dormer. Of course, uh, Barrow Rangers will take on James Stevens in the Shaw's Department Store Intermediate Championship Final on Sunday. Stephen, thanks a mil for joining us here on Come On Kind. I suppose, first things first, you're looking forward to your first Intermediate uh, County Final, I believe, ever for the club out there. Yeah, I suppose. Um, thanks,
5: Martin, for having us. And, uh, you yeah, know, it's our first ever Intermediate Final between lads and girls, I suppose. Um, it's a big occasion for the club I suppose and we're delighted to be in a final I suppose we're
1: knocking on the door for the last couple of years
5: to get into a final and nice to get over the line get into one
1: well, you're certainly no stranger to management. You've been in Barrow Rangers before. You've been in Kildare. You've been part of the under-16 uh, team that had many success all them years ago. So you're no stranger to management. Um, I suppose the fact that you have a lot of young girls as well, Um, you're looking forward to the the final of the weekend and especially against uh, James Stevens in the village. is a bit of a novel pairing.
5: Yeah, I suppose um, James Stevens came up in junior last year and I suppose we've been around the intermediate grade for a long time. Um, but yeah, no, it's a novel pairing. We played earlier on the year, and it was a ended up being a draw. Ding dong battle, boy, both teams going at it. And I suppose if you were, it was a boxing match, you definitely would have kept the village the the game on the night. But um, no, we don't. We stuck in there, as Roy Keane says, we stayed in there long enough to get ourselves a draw on the night.
0: Do you think that would say? We all know that Bar Rangers have been kind of fielding in in a county semi final the last couple of years. Do you feel like there's a sense of relief, the monkeys off the back now heading into a final, know that you can overcome that semi final pair and that you're well capable of you know competing with the best at intermediate level now.
5: Yeah, I suppose um, last year was very disappointing to lose out to Connie and Connie going on to win it. Like we knew how good Connie were going into that game, and but we didn't perform. And I suppose uh, ourselves we felt we didn't perform on the day. And I suppose getting into a getting the monkey off the back, playing playing St. Clair's. And it was a tough battle because there were a bunch of good young girls coming through. And I suppose a few years ago, Johnny Quilty had me down in Sleeve Road training them. And when they started off first, and we knew the quality they had. And I suppose get over St. Clair's, get ourselves into a county final and playing and performing in a semi-final was was absolutely massive for us, I suppose, to get, get ourselves into a county final, performing very, very well.
0: That's the main thing. And then I suppose like when we kind of look at it as well, it's really kind of a family affair for the dormers on the day. You've got Colette there, you've got Orla there. Does it kind of make it make it a little bit more special to just get the girls over that line, hopefully on Sunday with the with them all involved?
5: I, I know. You can see it around even at home. I see with the kids and the whole lot, like they're making flags and there's a buzz about the place. There's a buzz around the village. I see, even see the school. The colours are up for the last couple of weeks. The boys are going well. They're in two county finals and like, win the minor last weekend or two weekends ago and I just suppose about the place. I can see even the young Connor there like coming home and when we're going to a match he asked we're going to a county final because and, and, he doesn't know any different like, but like the last couple of weeks has been county final after county final in the club and I suppose it is massive it's, I suppose having Orla as captain and Colette playing, like it's brilliant for the family, I suppose. Um but it's due to their hard work, I suppose the reason I'm here is to give them a dig out to get them over the line. Hopefully we get there.
1: Does it make life tougher on yourself having Orla being the captain? And of course, people might not know you're married to Orla, uh, of course, as well. So I suppose the fact that you have the manager and the captain uh, on the same team and that does uh, things get a little bit hairy at times, Stephen? Or is it uh, nice and respectful and the whole lot? Mark, you know, I do what I'm told and um, that's <laughs> the, the easiest way of life. I suppose,
5: no, unbelievably, like when you... At home, you're 24-7 listening to it about camogie and stuff. And um, that's all we talk about at the moment. And But the one thing it is, the girls are very driven and very organized and stuff. So makes my life easy as a manager is they do all the work. They organize most of the stuff. They organize food after training, the training sessions, the whole lot. All I do is turn up. So my life is actually handy enough.
1: I suppose the fact that we've had a pandemic over the last 18 to 20 months you got to the semi-final last year didn't go your way I suppose the fact now that girls have had nearly a good run as the championship this year you've had lots of games to prepare for us um, and you had a decent semi-final um, against the young St Clair's team who put it up to you for a lot of it but I mean your experience did tell the likes of Roisin Breen, Colette Shauna, Tracy you know all them girls that you have there so it puts you in good stead now going into the county final against uh, James Stevens. I
5: yeah, uh, sure we know ourselves like the the two best teams in the intermediate grade are going head to head on Sunday like and it's you know we can name all our, the good players we have Like, but we go up to the other side of the table like you know James Stevens are full full to head to toe of between county minors and intermediates and seniors and they're a brilliant team like you know so like I was studying Dance sport one night with um, John McCormack, and we had a chat about James Stevens like and I said straight out I said James Stevens will be in the county final and whoever's there with them will, will have it all to do and he couldn't believe it like that coming up from junior and that they were that good he hadn't seen them, much of them but like they're there they're very very good And I suppose I so we have to stay in the game as long as we can and hopefully we're there at the end that we have a chance the last few minutes to maybe Robin out county final.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I suppose you're talking about family as well and we know that uh, your dad and mum was there. I suppose how big of a support is it um, to have the likes of your mum that's there with the kids and the whole lot being able to mind them, um, I suppose, for training sessions and even for games to allow you do what you do um, and get out and manage the Barrow Rangers team. I mean, the support that you have behind you must be huge as well. Oh.
5: No doubt about it. The family, the family network is absolutely brilliant. You saw that last, in the rain blowing. Thomas Town put on the rain gear, getting the taking the buggy off, his, bringing the young lad for a walk during the match, getting him asleep. She has a knack of getting him asleep. Just at the end the match, the whistle is about to start, blow, but she has him asleep. And no, the network of people, not just the family, but even the young ones down the field. There's a, there's the meddlers there, and they take them every training session. They bring them for walks around the pitch. You know, the new walking track is brilliant because they can walk them all around. They can play with them. They're minding the kids. The family and network of people in passing is brilliant for helping us out to, to get down to train and help out with
1: the training sessions I suppose leading in then to the county final Stephen your semi-final win any fresh injury worries after the semi-final or is it a clean bill of health now going into the county final on Sunday
5: Oh no, um, actually full bill of health. Everyone's going well and we're COVID free at the moment and we're hoping to stay that way. was a big worry like next few days about COVID and stuff like girls in college away and all that. So we're we're minding each other and hopefully we get through until Sunday now with a full bill of health.
1: Yeah, is it a big worry for yourself as the manager that you have girls going out and now, well, they might not be training this week obviously but now you have the colleges starting, the Ashburn is starting, girls are now mixing with other people as well. So for yourselves, I suppose the worry is there that maybe they might get in not even have it themselves but might become a close contact of someone and then you're down probably maybe a good player then of one of your starting 15 for the weekend so it must be a worry on yourself as well
5: Oh yeah and like even just going on for the last couple of weeks we've been talking to girls the importance of you know even carpooling going back to Dublin whoever they're carpooling with and whoever they're living with and trying to close in that network of friends that their the bubble is small and that they're you know they're not going to be deemed a close contact or being taken out because they've got COVID you know like There'll be someone there to replace them, and someone else to play on the day but to this point when they're losing out they're not playing the county final because of COVID will be very very heartbreaking for a girl you know at this stage.
1: I suppose the buzz, as you said, around uh, your our Rangers are very good to support one another, albeit the semi final was a poor turnout, I thought, for what was deemed to be two decent uh, semi finals and the four teams was there. James Stevens, did you get to have a look at any of their game then afterwards? Or are you just going to say to yourself, well, we're playing against James Stevens, we're going to play our own game, not worry too much about them? Or did you have one sneaky little eye on them uh, during their semi final? Uh, yeah, we
5: we stayed, we stayed around for the hour and had a look at them. Yeah, no, no. We we played them, we were after watching them, you know. We know how good James Siemens are and what they're going to bring to the table, I suppose. I suppose big thing for us, even last Sunday and that we concentrate on ourselves and make sure that we we work our own system and game plan as best we can. I know they are very, very good two corner forwards and like we'll have a look at maybe stopping that, getting the ball through to them as best we can. But no, other than that, like we're we're sticking to our own game plan and we're gonna go with it.
1: And not jinxing anything either. As you say, it's the first ever county final at that grade for the club out in Barrow Rangers. It used to be Paulstown, Bridge, Great to see that the, the clubs have combined um, and it's now Barrow Rangers out there. But what would it mean to us? Uh, and I'll say a small parish because Barrow Rangers technically kind of is out there, Stephen, as everyone would say to me. What would it be like for your club to play senior level next year? Uh, sure, it'd
5: be unreal like for the girls even for the underage you see the structure coming through the amount of great work that's been done at underage like the numbers we're getting the, the people turn out like on a Wednesday night it's absolutely top class like for the crowd we have like and so like we're getting there like the club is building and building and our near neighbours like Gorn and Clara are up there we want to get up there as well we want to be up at the top table as well and you know we have the players and the quality so hopefully we get there eventually
0: and I suppose even just to go back to kind of numbers we've seen as well there this year that uh, Bar Rangers had a second team in the championship as well at junior C level that must have been a huge boost for the the intermediate girls as well like to see those kind of numbers are training too
5: yeah no like in the last couple of years there's a massive amount of underage girls coming through and it's it's been brilliant and to put the second team in like we are unlucky to lose out to Munkina in the county final only, I think we only lost by about 15 points, but they're, you know, it's, it's great to have two teams. It's great to have the, the interest, the girls, the girls that will not get game time on the first team all the time, but they're getting game time in the second team. And it's great for them, like, you know, and and what I also noticed in the last couple of weeks, we were about to play 15 and 15 in training, which never would have been happening. You know, even last Sunday morning, we played a full, full match between us, each other and it's brilliant, you know, and the girls encouraging their full of beans they're happy out and they're they're there in the panel and they're happy to keep everything going buzzing around the
0: place. Will we see a return to inter-county training or management for Stephen Dharmer in the future?
5: Uh, I'm sure someday when Kate gets old enough she's five now so we'll give her another ten years and we'll go back at it then.
0: Then go look for it then.
1: Perfect. When she gets to the age of being in with Kenny, I can see the Stephen coming back in with us. Um, but yeah, Stephen, sure. Uh, I suppose you're on, as we said, against James Stephens on Sunday uh, at 12 o'clock in Lock Park in Callan. And I suppose a lot of people would listen to this. You're hoping that a huge Barra Rangers support will go out and support the girls on Sunday.
5: Thanks very much, Martin.
1: Well, we wish Stephen all the very best of luck. That was, of course, Stephen Dormer, manager of the Barrow Rangers Camogie team, that will play James Stephens in the Shaw's Department Store Intermediate County Final on Sunday at 12 noon in John Locke Park. Uh, when we come back, myself and Anya will be discussing the senior final while we wait for our next guest to appear in studio. That will be with you very shortly. Welcome back to Come On Kind. Small little change of plan. We have John Scott here in studio with us, who has been in uh, a small bit earlier than the schedules a lot of the time. So, John, first of all, you're very welcome to uh, Come On Kind. John, of course, is the manager of James Stevens. You'll be playing Barrow Rangers in the county final on Sunday, and I suppose you're looking forward to the game. Ah, we are, yeah. We're looking forward to it now at the
6: moment. This is, this is actually a great achievement for just to get there, right? The girls are. They're buzzing at the moment, like, so, you know, it's just, it's great to get there and it's a great thing to be looking forward to as well, like, especially with the club as well, like, you know.
1: Yeah, you must be on a high after coming up only from junior level uh, last year after beating Munkine in a very entertaining county final, went down to the wire, there wasn't too much in it. Um, and I suppose the momentum has carried into the intermediate level, John, you're going very, very well and we've commented on it uh, an awful lot already this year on the Come On Kind podcast that you're scoring an awful lot, which is great to see. Yeah, no, we are scoring fiercely, and I have
6: been listening to the podcast and I was kind of going mad at it because you were (laughs) we were trying to keep a low profile but um, look, the girls are they have continued on since last year and we were just taking it game by game really and they've they've kind of tucked to the intermediate for well so yeah, you know they are they're going well at the moment all right now
0: As you said like it is a massive achievement for the guards to get to an intermediate county final you look at it you're going for your third county final 2019 you're beating in the junior 2020 you won the junior straight up <laughs> straight into an intermediate county final like there must be a huge sense of pride for yourselves and the lads to know that the guards are competing at such a top level now
6: uh, Yeah it is and it's Great as well that the girls are so young as well to be after and yeah and as you said three county finals now in a row which is great achievement to be to get into that I think bar the all county league I think any of the competitive league like, championship games I th- that was the only loss that we had was the, that game against St two years ago like it was the first loss in three years really in competitive which is some going like
0: it's a serious run yeah. and let's go back to start with you right. You're at the intermediate since 2018, as we all know. Mm -hmm. Last year, you managed them to an All Ireland final. You go straight from inter county season straight into club season. Where did you find the time, first of all? Um. And how did you pick yourself up to go straight back into club after the All Ireland?
6: Yeah, no, it was hard after the All Ireland to get back into it. Um, uh, The best thing about it was that because we have Philly and Brian Latte with me, and there's a few other kind of lads helping out as well all the time. So even during the summer, we were always hovering around with the intermediates I was and look I, I did know it took a while to get back into it after the all around I was so disappointed after that night but uh, come the following week I think I just took the one week off and the following week I was back into it and look I get a great buzz over a club hurling. anyway Club Camogie I think is actually great again at the moment
0: It is it, it certainly is and we've kind of I know you don't want to be talking about it but it probably is something that we've noticed from James Stevens this year that their scoring capabilities are colossal like all over the field like and you know there's, their scoring powers are something that we're not even seeing with some senior clubs at the moment you know is that all down to the youth of players that you have in there or you know what way are the girls training
6: yeah no yeah just I've been training kind of all the way as I've been training even with the inter-county I trained the club the same way as I've been training inter-county Now whether that has anything to do with but they're just they're phenomenal scoring at the moment and look one of these days like everything has been going right at the moment you know and touch wood things will go right on Sunday but it is they they're up, they will be up against it against Parstown. as I said we played Paz Town in the league yeah. and it was a draw game and just even sitting at the line I know you'd be caught up in the game but it was probably one of the best Camogie matches I had seen in a long long time club wise that game that drawing game which was actually great Camogie.
1: and even looking at your profiles John all week which I'm nearly fed up with looking at profiles now at this stage but uh, your whole panel is made up of very, very, very young girls. I mean, the talent that you have available to you, an awful lot of girls that's only around the 17 to 19 mark. Like, we won't say you have a lot of older girls on the team because you don't. So, I mean, that blend of, I suppose, maybe inexperience might be helping yourselves as well, that the girls are just going out and playing for fun, that they're not really worried too much about things. Would yeah, you
6: agree? Yeah, yeah. No, I do agree. I, this, They, they are very very young and you know yourself with dudes they don't fear nothing and that seems to do they just go out and they just hurl the wrong game they, they, they don't they probably nervous everybody gets nervous but I take myself to nervous but they just go out and hurl their own game and they just it's it is easy them when they're doing that kind of thing like you know
1: Yeah but they don't seem to be that much pressure like they wouldn't be that much we'll say the likes of Tullerone or whatever when they go into a match they're nearly expected to win a game or the same with James Stevens hurlers when they go into a match they're nearly expected because they're such good hurlers whereas you're coming in way under the radar altogether. I mean you've had a good run in the championship not too many people including ourselves would have put you down for maybe to be contenders for the championship at the start, but by god, you're after going all the way up to the top to be contenders now, yeah.
6: And we were saying all the way along when we started into the league stages and the knockout stages like that. Once we were competitive this year, that's all we kind of wanted to do because we are so young. That if we were competitive, we would have been happy for this year, you know. But things just kind of took a life on their own in a few of the games and look, we got a few lucky breaks I suppose in the league stage that we actually we topped the group so that got us through skipping the quarter final and got straight into this or skipping the first round and got into yeah. the quarter final and that probably helped as well you know not having that extra game but look they have the girls have kind of gone game for game and things have actually improved as we've been going along and as you said the scoring has been phenomenal at the moment they like.
0: What would it mean to James Stevens to be back up senior ranks next year?
6: Oh, I'd say the likes of some of the girls that are playing on the Inter County would, I'd say that that's their aim. Their goal is to get Hurling Club senior. Yeah. You know, uh, it, would, uh, it would be massive, like I said, to get to the, the girls up senior. But as I say, look, it's 50 50, but I still think we'd be up against it against Paulstown. Like they are. Great, they're a very good team, they. Yeah. You know, and they've been playing great comorghi as well. Mm. We
1: watched the semi final as well, like, and I thought they were very good now against.
6: Mm-hmm. St
1: Clair's John talk to us about your semi-final against Mullen you've seen results the previous week St Clair's beaten which we would have tipped Emerald St Dan's as one of the favourites at the start of it you've seen that they were gone out of it um, you drew Mullen then in the semi-final which probably would have been the second favourites at the start of the competition Um, but you went out and it seemed like you outplayed him the whole game from start to finish you were just phenomenal talk to us about the semi-final
6: yeah the semi-final uh, we got a great start actually in the semi-final I think we were we got 1-4 maybe 1-5 before I think uh, then Mullen and came back and they got one or two points but we got such a great and the girls just kind of grew in confidence in that game and I just thought like, they improved every quarter as they said between the water break every quarter they seemed to improve like even their work rate was probably the best 15 minutes that was the last 15 minutes because mm. they worked really, really hard because Mull came back to threw everything at us. But the girls worked really, really hard. So it's probably one of the best work rate 15 minutes, the last 15 minutes was of that
1: game. Talk to us about the water breaks. Are you in favour of them at the minute or should they be scrapped? Because you just said it yourself. You take it. James Stevens are on a roll. They're going well. The next thing you have a water break. Then Mullen, at, as you said, came into it. Whereas that momentum, that might you had before the water break seemed to all disappear. So are you a man in favour of them now or is it time to scrap them? I think nearly said there was a time to scrap them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know like I would like I would be of the same opinion but then I'm like when you get to my age you're just gasping for a drought of water there after 15 ah. minutes you kind of need it to be there say, like is
6: it the th-
1: water now or the oh. rest that you're oh, looking for really at
6: all. Also two years ago though we didn't have them and yeah. you just got on with it. Exactly. I think if they were scrapped I know one or two the first couple of games made it t- tough but once the first couple of games are over I think you'll just get back to the, your, what it was two yeah. years ago you know
1: yeah well, it, yeah, it certainly will. Looking forward then to the county final. Um, what's the buzz like in James Stevens at the minute? Uh, in the lead up to Uh and I suppose have you any fresh injury concerns then as well after your semi final loss or semi final win? I should say. <laughs> uh,
6: no, we have no, we have no injury worries at the moment. Anyway, um, we they're not the training well. We're just kind of just going through the motions the same way as we've been always training, coming up to game time, uh, just the girls it's it's hard at the moment because there is so many of us in college because we are so young there is a lot of them away in college and it's hard to get them back and stuff like that Does
1: that hamper your preparations then as a manager? We've asked nearly everybody that and the majority of them have said well they're leaving me alone at the minute to experience college life and you know that kind of stuff so from your point of view when you have a lot of girls away um, how is it affecting your uh, run up or even all throughout the championship that maybe you may not have had them for every training session? Yeah, I I suppose this year is probably
6: one of the first years that the clubs are seeing this, as regards with the college. I know earlier on in the years there would have been only training, but it wouldn't have been knockout stages or championship hurling. It's usually the inter-county that struggle with the college, but I, I, I with the club it is hard for the girls to come back because it is like they are some of them are good. For, Way and some of them are even not even driving, so it's you're asking the parents to go down or get on an airy bus or give up. So it is it is hard at the moment, I think, for clubs at the moment with the girls in college no matter what club you're with like, I think it is hard anybody that's in this stage but this is the first year that we've actually mm. witnessed it it's usually the inter-county is usually the problem like you know and the buzz around the club then as well for the final oh yeah no the great buzz I have to say they're really yeah and we're trying to get some of the hurlers to give us you know, a bit of support as well but it's hard yeah <laughs> you know it is hard <laughs> it'd be to great
0: get, to see everybody from the village out like, yeah yeah you know. uh, well,
6: we, we were just at the semi-final of the last day uh, St Clair's And uh, Paulstown, uh, Barrow Rangers. If Mark, you were at the gate, and Lillian was there. The um, the stand was full for that semi final. And the minute that semi-final was over, it just cleared out. Like, so I'd we, say that a, we actually commented
1: on it. That they'll it, have that support
6: yeah. again on Sunday. Like, you out, know?
1: out of all the games, uh, we would have thought that the double header bill in Thomastown would have attracted a great crowd. Whereas you said there was a, a decent crowd in for the first one, yep. not so much for the second one. I thought it was very poorly supported. So, I mean, you're definitely going to be looking for a lot of support now for Sunday. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You can, uh, that, and even if you, you weren't...
6: We came down for some of this, the second half of that game and we went over to the stand because it was getting misty rain, and you couldn't even get into it. There wasn't a seat to be had in the stand. There was all people, even good crowds outside the stand. But once that match was over, they seemed to all disperse I know a few probably stayed, but but no, I'd say we will be outnumbered if we don't get a bit of support from the the James Stevens.
1: <laughs> I know you were there looking at the first game as well. You were there early to get an eye on the opposition in case you did win your semi-final. So have you all your tactics now sorted? I'm not going to ask you to reveal them, but are they all ready to go now yeah, for Sunday? Yeah.
6: Well, I wouldn't be that far into the tactics. I think we just go out and we hurl. If you cur- and I think, no, I don't know, but I think the way I passed them, as we played in the league, I think we just went out and hurled, you know, 15 on 15. And, See who comes out the best in the end, and that's the way it was in the league. And it was a draw game, so like it's his yeah. And it was a great game with Komogu that day. Don't know if there was anybody that was down but it was actually a fantastic game with Komogu. Like it just. Both teams went that is held for letter league, you
1: know. But well, we know even watching all the finals in the last couple of years, the standard has been exceptional when it comes to even the county finals. So we're all looking forward. And I think out of them have said this to Anya yeah. off here as well, that years is probably going to be the tightest game to try and call. And it might even be the pick of all the matches at the weekend.
6: Yeah, no, I did actually hear last week you talking about it, and I heard did hear you say it, Martin. All right. And I think,
1: yeah, I, uh,
6: I suppose it would be yeah, tight. Now, you, if you go through the league bases, I'd say it will be one of the tightest ones in it, like. But um, I think myself, the senior one would be a, a good encounter now as well, you know, as well, with yeah. Dicksburg and Pilltown. There's a bit is. of.
0: Certainly will, there <laughs> be. After two years ago. Three ding dong uh, county finals on. Um, just to kind of, I had just something to go back there. You know, you say you're not a man of tactics, but to be honest, John, you're dead right. You can't beat good old, fa- good old-fashioned, old-style 15 on 15 <laughs> hurling. Let them. Ate the lard out of each other if they need to on the field, but yeah. well, it is it's a simple
1: game, like so you know, you put the ball over the bar, put it in the goal. Whoever scores the most is going to win the game, don't, don't, it's as easy as that. Don't overcomplicate, yeah,
0: exactly. Never, <laughs> never, you know. no need to be overcomplicating such a such a lovely game and just making it too too hard for us all to get grasped.
6: Yeah, that's that would be my motto, anyway. Just let her 15 or 15, and I, I know I'm not a great lad for. Going into too many tactics and things like, but I think myself if you can get the matchups fairly right, you know you'd be you'd be doing well and then just hold fifteen or fifteen and go from there.
0: Now we obviously can't let you go without. I know your focus is going to be solely just on Sunday as it is but you are going back to the intermediates this year even though I had a conversation with you and you (laughs) lied to my face (laughs) but is it the change of heart?
1: God John I'd hardly do something like that now too
0: Did did, like you and me both know because we spoke about this for so many years we know there's an All-Ireland in that group do you feel that after getting to the All-Ireland this year that... You just you couldn't just walk away from it.
6: No, I couldn't walk away from it this year. I, af- and that's basically it. After getting to the All Ireland final last year, I I look and fair play to Antrim, they were great that day. But I still think that there's an All Ireland in that intermediate team. And there might be a few probably drop-offs this year, but we still the minors won last year, and there'll be a few of those minors coming up. So I think this, the actual panel will actually get stronger. And I think we learned a lot more from the All-Ireland, yeah. from the loss. When you look back at it, like we, as I said, we went back and looked at it several times. I have, and I know how Brendan, Kyle, has done as well. Yeah. And he has it analysed to the last. And <laughs> You know Brendan, yeah. just as good as anybody. And I, like he has, we have learned a lot from it. Just, just small little things, but probably would have meant a lot in that day as well. Yeah. And I just... We were humming and hawing about it for a long time, but Brendan then we just, two weeks ago there we just sat down and we had an old chat and we said look, we give it one more go, we'll see where we go. The
1: famous you couldn't time. but not, you never go out on a loss anyway, you always have to go out on a high if you yeah. can. That's right John.
6: That's it, yeah, we have to get somewhere, yeah, we have to get a, go
1: out, go, th- there's nothing better going out when you're on top.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well hopefully that'll be the case when it comes to Sunday and that final whistle goes as well we'll certainly have you on uh, please God next year when the intercounty season starts and when we're back up and running but we certainly wish you uh, the whole of James Stevens the very best of luck in your intermediate county final on Sunday against uh, Barra Rangers of Pawstown Gores Bridge that was indeed uh, John Scott uh, intermediate manager uh, with Kenny Kamogi and also part of the management team with James Stevens as he prepares for their county final on Sunday. When we come back after this short break, we will be speaking with Derek Comfort, who is part of the management team in Munkine, as they prepare for their junior county final. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to Come on Kind. We are now joined on the phone line by Derek Comfort of MoonKind, who was part of the management team as they prepare to take on Pilltown, their near neighbours in the Ivark Produce Junior Championship final on Sunday. Derek, you're very welcome to Come on Kind. And I suppose of all, first of all, congratulations on getting to the final again. For anyone who don't know, you were there in the final uh, last year. Heartbreak defeat to James Stevens. But you're preparing now for another. Another final against the near neighbours Piltown. So how is the mood in the Munkine camp?
2: Yeah, Martin, uh, good evening, Martin and Anya. Thanks very much for inviting me on. Um, yeah, things are very good, Martin. We're, 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 we're not thinking about last year at all, to be honest with you. We're, we're just looking forward to Saturday. Um, preparation is going well, so it's going to be a local derby and it's a, the final is all on the line, so we're looking forward to it.
1: County finals are always special, Gerry, but they're even more special when you have the likes of Munkine and Pilton playing with one another. Uh, as many people would know, there's only a stone throw away from the two uh, clubs and that. So I suppose it makes it all the more sweeter that it is nearly a, a fight against the near neighbours in this one. Ah, yeah,
2: it brings an, an extra edge to it, Martin. Um, true for you, saying there's only a, stones throw between us and there's plenty of stone has been thrown between us as well so um <laughs> <laughs> <it's>
1: <laughs> we, 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 we won't go down that road fun. now Derek
2: <laughs> no, no 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 but uh, yeah we're looking forward to it I'm sure Piltone are as well you know uh, our girls know their, know their girls and we know their management and uh, we're all familiar with one another so there'll be no strangers out there
0: I know you're saying that you're um trying to forget about last year, Derek, but there has to be, you know, something kind of in the back of your head that you're trying to make amends for it. And I suppose the way you just hit the ground running in the, the league championship this year, raking up some of the scorelines that you did in a lot of your matches, I think up towards the league stage, at the end of the, the we say the league championship stage, you had 11 goals and 50 points scored. That's a, that's a serious turnover in, in like four or five games, really, isn't it?
2: Yeah. Um Oh yeah! Look at it It was a good it was a good return from three matches. Absolutely. Um, Look, we're happy with with our squad. Um, Last year, yeah, we could have scored more. We we've worked hard on our finishing. We've worked hard on 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 our movement. Um, We're happy with where we are. Um, There's a we're happy with our defence as well Look, at yeah. as much as we've scored we've, we've conceded very little in, in the three league matches so eight we're very proud of that, is that,
0: all. that, is proud of that. Yeah, 8 points is all that you've actually conceded throughout the league which is a which is a serious feat for defence I suppose like there's probably one player to that comes to mind when when we all kind of talk about Munkine and you know I, we don't like naming names and I'm sure managers don't want to be you know talking about just the one player but I suppose we have to talk about Sarah Crowley and the year she's had with the Kilkenny intermediates and now she's been deservedly nominated for a soaring star and is also up for player of the year. It must be. Uh, it must have been a huge boost when she came back from Australia two years ago.
2: Ah, sure, absolutely. What can you say? Sarah is just a phenomenal player. She's a she's a class act around the place, and she lifts the intensity in training, and she she, 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 she uh, sets a standard for the other girls to 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 rise up and try and try and achieve what she's achieved. I mean, we're very proud for her down here, on you, And, uh, you know, her being here, hopefully it's, uh, it sparks an interest in younger girls to become another Sarah Crowley and, and, and push on and achieve such great things as her.
0: Yeah. And I suppose like, you know, we spoke to Alan Roach earlier on who's involved with Piltown Seniors and, you know, they were saying that, you know, they're in two county finals this weekend. But I suppose we, we can't exactly forget that Monkine are also in two county finals this weekend. There must be a, a serious buzz and excitement around Monkine at the moment with the girls out playing on Saturday in, in a junior county final and the men out on Sunday then in in their respective grade as well. Um you know what what's the atmosphere like down in Monkine?
2: Ah sure it's it's brilliant all week. It's 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 fantastic. Um it, the, the the boys are rooting for us and we're rooting for the boys and and uh, it's great the, the bunting is out, the flags are out. You know, there's great excitement. It's not something... You know, weeks and weekends like these, uh, they're seldom and they're rare, and mm. it's it, you couldn't but be excited about it.
1: Yeah, I was in the pitch in Munkine there yesterday doing a, a schools game and even the colour, Derek, is unbelievable to see it out. So I suppose is a great, it more beneficial to the club, I suppose, or is a greater buzz that you now have with, say, your adult team in a county final and your junior team that's also in the county final as well and the possibility that the two teams now can go and play at the intermediate grade next year. I mean, it must be great that one of them is pushing on the other down there.
2: Ah, uh, it is. It is. Um, we're often training, opposite each other, and there's there's a great atmosphere around in the two fields, and and or the boys might be coming on after us, and the girls are doing their damnedest before they leave that pitch to to uh, to create a buzz and to create an atmosphere and to try and drive each other on. You know, um, it's it's a really really special time down here, and, and um, you know, the last thing we want is one team to have bragging rights over the other at the yeah. week after the weekend. We want both teams to win their, win their finals and get up intermediate that's our, that's
1: our goal well yeah there's nothing as bad as having one team win and the other team lose, but hopefully that won't be the case we have to be neutral here so we'll, we wish everyone the best of luck in it. but I suppose talk us through the, the championship period itself Jerick. I mean you got a boy into the quarterfinal which uh, wasn't great he then had Carrick Shock in the semi-final a lot of people would have thought that you would have beaten Carrick Shock handily enough the way that you were beating other teams but it was actually a, a fairly close game Game, uh, played in Kilmacow.
2: yeah it was, it, was, it was we were never going to take Carrick Shock too lightly because we, we had played him a couple of times um, earlier in the year and although one of, one of the scorelines might, might have looked a bit uneven towards our way it was really only a couple of late scores that that uh, took, put a shine on our scoreline that day we um, we had nothing but respect for Carrick Shock going into that semi-final and um, they're a fantastic outfit. They're, they're trending upwards. Uh, they've got some really, really good, good young talent coming through. They have a manager that he gets a good tune out of him and he gets everything out of him. So we had nothing but respect going into that match for Carrick shot. They gave us everything. Um, our girls, they were absolutely fantastic on the day. It was a real, really tough conditions to climb the But uh, we got a lucky goal, I suppose just on the stroke of half time and uh, that proved to be, to be decided there at the end of the match
1: Do you think those preparations was hampered that small little bit and I mean this respectfully to the quality of opposition that you were playing um, especially in the league section of it when you might have been beating teams maybe 30 or 40 points and then you got the walk over as well from, uh, from Greg Le in one of the games which didn't help then either and then you went the first game you kind of annihilated him then as well which doesn't help preparations either uh, we've seen that with teams before, so I mean, did that kind of hamper the the preparation going into the semi final against Carrick Shock that you weren't really tested before that game?
2: Well, it's it, it, you can't call it ideal, Martin. Um, and I want to be res- respectful to everyone, everybody's trying their best. Uh, it's not always easy, but it wasn't ideal for Moncoyne to not to have a quarter final. And we're going into a final, uh, you know, we've played one knockout match, Pilton have played three, and that's a massive advantage to Piltone. Um They're training with a senior squad. They've won a minor, so they're, they're on they're on an upward curve as well. So it's it hasn't been ideal to answer your question. Um, not having the quarter final and and maybe having a couple of easy easier matches in the in the league stage of the championship wasn't ideal
1: yeah and now you're in the county final against Piltown as we said you were there last year so do you think that the experience of last year is going to benefit Munkine this year that you know kind of what to expect albeit it's going to be a different uh, field that you're in this year whereas it's going to be the same plan I mean it's near enough to the same time and that's just different opposition uh, what are we going to, to take uh, and prepare for the weekend coming because I know you have a lot of girls away in college as well I know you have training there shortly which I won't keep you too long more and that but uh, does the girls being away at college hamper the training for yourselves
2: to look uh, to, to be not but honest about it um, Martin our girls there's two carloads loads come, come back from Cork every Tuesday evening for training um, they're back for half seven training we train under lights those girls go home they get a cup of tea and a shower and they're back in the car and back down to Cork uh, on the same evening um, not getting back maybe till midnight so that's what creates a panel, and that's what creates a team, and and, and that kind of a, uh, that kind of sacrifice and that kind of effort is is, is brilliant. It's fantastic. Um, it's just fantastic for for us all on the panel to to have that. Those kind of efforts being made from from, from amateur players. Like it's, it's incredible.
1: Yeah, it surely is. And I mean, teams coming up from Cork and I mean, that's not an easy drive like you're looking at, depending on what part of it is, you're looking at a two hour drive up, a two hour drive back train then and the whole lot of, as you say, that takes huge commitment to do it. But it just goes to show that probably the camaraderie is there and maybe the places and, you know, the competition for places that if someone doesn't turn up for the train and that maybe they're not going to be picked for a county final either, which is a good thing to have as well.
2: Yeah, well, look. That's what, that's what every management is looking for. That bit of a bit of an edge to it. That uh, you know, you're you're constantly looking over your shoulder, making sure your place, you get your place, and not the girl behind you. So that's exactly what we want to to create, and that's what we have. and we're happy enough
1: with it. Well, I know you have training there shortly and I promised Joe, I wouldn't have you too late that you would be back in time for the training. So thanks a million for taking the time out, Derek, to take our phone call. We certainly wish you the best of luck in the county final on uh, Saturday, year one is, um, against Piltown and then obviously in the Hurling County Final then as well on Sunday. And you never know, the celebrations could be in one kind for uh, many a week to come uh, if things go year way down there
2: thanks a million Martin thank you Anya. take care
1: that was indeed Derek Comfort they are part of the management team in Munkhain and when we come back we will be speaking to the last manager involved in the county finals over the weekend and that will be Seamus Dunn of Piltdown don't go away anywhere we'll be right back (laughs) Welcome back to Come On, Kind. I am now delighted to be joined on the phone line by the last of the managers for the week end coming, and that is Seamus Dunn from Piltown. Seamus, you're very welcome to Come On, Kind. Thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy schedule for the uh, the week ahead to join us here. And I suppose first of all, it must be great buzz in Piltown that your junior and senior teams are preparing for a county final at the weekend. Yes, Martin.
7: Listen, thanks a minute for having me on there. Uh yeah, they have it's just great. Like, it's great. I think it's the first club co- in the country to have the two together. Um so it's just great to be involved, like um so yeah, it's great actually, yeah.
1: Well it's actually not it happened once before actually and it was only St. Paul's that had it back in the 1970s so in the modern era you're certainly the only club uh, that has had the two teams in the county final but um, getting to the the stage Seamus, we know that you have a lot of players that's there at the minute we had Alan Roach in here earlier on um, and he was singing the praises that both teams is actually training together with the help of Shane Deneen the SNC coach that you have down there as well so it must be great to have I think just 56 adult players you have eligible to play uh, over the weekend coming that's a phenomenal number in fairness
7: it's a phenomenal number really and like, we got a few there to come back into this year that add to the group like which is great really like you know so the more you have the, the better the training sessions can be and to be to Alan there and, and Shane there they're really doing great they worked there all along into through the years all through the year they wasn't like you know so it's been fantastic really
0: Seamus, let's um, maybe just talk about a couple of the games throughout the uh, throughout the championship season. I suppose compared to to Mooncoin, and we won't dwell too much on them there. But you have maybe had a, a lot, maybe tougher opposition going into a lot of your league games. Do you think that'll stand um you this coming weekend?
7: Yeah, I suppose we got off to a slow start in the sense that Connie kind of hadn't the number number numbers there to play us there, which was a bit disappointing. And then we played Greg Namana the there. And um lookers like they were kinda of tight number as well and that was kind of a slow start we made. But when we went into Munkhain then and today Munkine there, lookers uh, I suppose they, they, they are always going to be the stronger of the group at that stage because, you know, you you have a, our second team meeting their first team, so you know, they're always going to be strong, like, right? you know what I
1: mean?
0: Yeah. And we'll maybe just talk about, you know, you came up against the, the likes of um the you know, uh Thomastown's second team, who I suppose would kind of maybe nearly have fancied themselves to push through and, and to um come out in, come come out and compete in a county final. There yeah. there must have been a, a serious competition that day.
7: Oh it was. We played Dixborough first. I think then we had a bit of draw there an awful night. Yeah. Above in Dixborough. And then we went on to play Thomastown there. And look, Thomas down beat us that day uh, by by five points like so look, we knew we were there thereabouts coming into into the the hot and heavy stuff, you know what I mean?
1: Mm. But in fairness to that game, Seamus, because I was the one that done the first game with yourself in Thomastown, you were right in it, I mean, even up to half time, uh, it was only in the latter stages that Thomastown kind of got the better of you, so I suppose you kind of got your own revenge on him then when you uh, met him in the latter stages then of the Championship and you came away with the victory, so there wasn't much between the two teams in fairness.
7: Well, that day, that was the quarter-final day, yeah, there was only one point in that day, like, and uh, we played that above in Thomastown. And look, it was, it was a bit of a battle. And I so suppose the girls really stood up. Every one of them stood up and they played out with their skins really that day to get that result. You know what I mean? So it was, it was a great win going forward and kind of put, gave us a bit of a, I suppose, a platform to, to go off of You know what I mean?
1: And I suppose coming to as well it even makes it as we were talking to Jerry Comfort there earlier on a bit more sweeter now that it is the two neighbouring uh, parishes against one another I know you had a boxing uh, bout down there a couple of years ago the The battle of uh, what was it called the, was it the Battle of the Barney or something that was there uh, and there was great buzz around so I mean this must be another buzz as well that you're playing the near neighbours Munkine, in the final Yes, yeah,
7: local derby, derby is always good you know and I suppose all the girls know each other, which is a, 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 it's an added bonus. A lot of men school each other, you know what I mean? And and um, so, look, it's, it's, it's going to be a bit of, it's going to be skin and hair flying. But the fact is, you know, like, again, as I said to you, like, it won't be easy on us, like, to get out and over on them. Like, they're a quality team throughout the whole team there, like, so, you know, we'll have to just give it a good go, and that's it.
1: Yeah, I suppose the fact that they were there last year against James Stevens as well, and it was a close game. I think there's only a point or two in it uh, in the end. Uh, the experience for Munkine of being there in a final at that age group might stand to them a small little bit, but Pilton are certainly not going there just to make up the numbers.
7: Certainly not going to make up the numbers, no, but I suppose, I think this is our third time uh, having to go at it, so the pressure will be all on them, like, so, uh, you know, it's you know to today one won, and look, we'll give it a shot. and Hopefully
1: we'll come out on the right day. Uh, I suppose shame has been with the pandemic that we've had in the last 20 odd months and that I mean teams haven't really been able to prepare uh, properly in that over the last while but you've had a good run at it this year. But When it comes to the uh, the player profiles that we've been looking at all week as well you too have a lot of young girls um that's away in college so I suppose has the fact that uh, college life hampered your training a small little bit Um, but with 56 players I can't see it being too much of an issue for you.
7: Yeah, some of them uh, like some of them are away like in Limerick and in Dublin and and um so look at uh, they're not getting in one training session, but I suppose hopefully they're doing a bit uh, when they're gone away like, you know what I mean? So um look at time uh, anytime that caught Garrett's missing t a loss, like, you know what I mean? So you know, still it's a good it's always a good training session there and we always get a good one in there on
3: Friday the evening, you know.
1: And I suppose the fact that you're there as well a day before your senior team year final of course being on Saturday coming uh, and the senior team is out on Sunday uh, I mean if you can come away with a, a win on Saturday it'll be some boost going in for the senior team then on the Sunday
7: Oh God why wouldn't it you know what I mean like uh, it all if if, if, the, if, the, if the juniors have a medal well the seniors will want one as well as the fellas but look we're not counting our chickens look, we have a big we have a big hurdle to to cross in Munkine, like so you know, we'll just have to give it a good go and that's all we can do.
1: And after your semi final victory then as well, any fresh injury worries going ahead to the weekend or have you a clean bill of health?
7: Uh, we've a few niggles here and there, you know what I mean? But uh, look at we're dealing with, with Shane, fair face, and he's kind of giving a lot of advice there on what to what to do and what to eat and you know, and and, uh, and giving a few exercises and stuff like. Um but look at the, the experience for in Sport will withstand him as well, like, you know what I mean? We cannot out with a goal win that day. Um, and they are backing hard, like. you know what I mean? But we're on the no illusion against Munster. Munster are going to be, are going to be good, like. So they're going to be the, I suppose the, the 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 best team in the group there, like. you know what I mean?
1: well I suppose the cliche comes that may the best team win and when it comes to Saturday it'll either be Moonkind or Piltown that'll be etched onto the Tommy Ryan uh, Memorial Cup that's up for grabs for that Seamus thanks a million for joining myself and Anya here on uh, Come On Kind this evening we know that you're busy with training and preparing for the weekend ahead and we really do uh, appreciate it and best of luck to yourselves uh, in the junior and of course we said it to Alan here earlier Ron, who was with us as well for the senior final no doubt but it's going to be a busy weekend ahead, but a one that Pilltown is thoroughly going to enjoy. Yeah,
7: They're work up there. Only fire, fire, we wouldn't be getting any of these games in so well. You're really doing quite a work up there. Oh, uh, so, well. Listen, thanks, to me
1: Again, thank you. We appreciate it. We can't do anything unless we can get participants like yourselves to participate with us as well. And we do uh, thoroughly uh, appreciate you joining us this evening, Seamus. No problem. Thanks for the Martin. Mind yourself. Lovely. That was indeed Seamus Dunn, the manager of the Pilltown Junior Camogie team, who will be taking on Munkine in the Iverk Produce Junior uh, Championship Final on Saturday at two o'clock in John Locke Park in Callum. Well, you've heard from all of the six managers that has going to be taking part over the weekend. Next we are going to hear from Anya as we go and predict the winners of the county finals, which we will be doing after this short break. Welcome back to Come On Kind with myself here, Martin Quilty, and with Anya Fahi. Anya, we've heard from all of the participating managers over the weekend. I suppose now it's time for yourself and myself to delve into the competition that's coming up. The Michael Ling Motors Hyundai senior final, Dixborough against Pilltown. One that I suppose we wouldn't have predicted at the start of the year, but the two teams are there on merit. I know that you said the Dixborough a couple of programs ago was going to win the county final so how do you see this game going at the weekend?
0: Like listen I think it is I suppose just after talking to um, Alan and Donald there earlier on you know I think they're kind of keeping their cards close to their chest really aren't they? Everyone is doing that yeah Yeah, like you know they're they're bound to be doing that Um, you know I think this weekend is definitely going to be a great weekend on the kilkenny Camogie calendar Um, it'll be fierce excitement around and you know it's definitely one of the highlights highlights of the year for anybody that you know, an avid follower of Camogie and, you know, to have the junior final on the Saturday and then to have the intermediate and the seniors a a doubleheader on the Sunday. You know, it's just a great feast of Camogie for the whole weekend. Um, for the senior one, I suppose, listen, you know, Pilltown, Dixborough, you know, obviously the two, but the best teams in the county, you know, are there in the end and. Um, I, you know, I called it a couple of weeks back and I'm sticking to my guns on this. I, I do fancy Dick's for it. I'm not at all by any means writing off Pilltown because Pilltown are capable of anything. You know, speaking to Seamus there and speaking to Alan as well, like, you know, there's a serious buzz around Pilltown and to have the, the amount, of 56 players training, like, like how how do you even manage that? Like what what do you even do? fifty club wouldn't
1: have fifty six players know, like, even for between adults or whatever. They're struggling yeah. with numbers and for that, and they're even thinking of putting in a, a third team next mm. year. Like it's phenomenal.
0: Yeah, it's you know it's great. Like but um, you know I suppose for the match side of things, like I do think it's going to be an extremely tight affair. Um, I don't. Why think, do you think that Dixborough have the edge uh, on Pilchel? I suppose like for me, I've probably seen. I've seen Dixborough Harl, you know, once, tw- three times this year and I just feel with them I feel like there's a whole new lease of life in them. And I think one thing that has maybe stood out for me in the whole championship at all levels, junior, intermediate and senior this year, has been the youth that is coming through. And especially it's kind of nearly backed up by the the minor winning team, the minor All-Ireland winning team. A lot of these players are kind of coming through the four there. Um, and I just think when it comes to Dixborough, there's something special about them this year. And I think it's those younger ones that are nearly taking up the mantle place and they're kind of replacing, you know, the golden oldies, as we say, I'm not going to call them old or anything like that, but they're kind of nearly, you know, pushing over the household names that you would have in the likes of Jenny Clifford. You know, she's been slightly nudged to the side by her sister, Amy. She mightn't like that, but you know, the the, the fresher blood is is coming in. Like, and that's great to see. You see Keira feeling there, you know, her sister, Neve is starting to come up as well. Then you have like, just I just think there's a colossal amount. Ashley McCarty, if you look back on all the scores that she sent earlier on there for Dixborough, she has scored in every single game along with Amy Clifford. There's your two youngest players probably I would imagine on your team and they've, they've been the most consistent throughout the whole campaign for um, Dixborough. I just think, you know, I think, and I've mentioned this so many times, I think they were so hurt after last year, after not competing well last year and not retaining their title that they want this. In saying that, Pilltown we obviously know Pilton were absolutely bitterly devastated in 2019 to lose in the fashion that they lost. Well they had it in their hands like they they literally up to the last yeah. puck of the ball. To us there like I, I even remember that day like I was starting to leave Callan that day and I remember then I was just walking out the front gate and I could see this ball coming in and Jenny Clifford standing at the edge of it and you just knew like this game I had to go, I had to run back into where I was sitting I was like I'm not leaving this yet <laughs> but I don't know like I feel like it's going to be a ding dong I think it is going to come down to the wire like I, I do Think there is only going to be a point or two in it. I would not be surprised if it goes to extra time. But I just think the fee the, the youth are going to push Dixborough through. But then again, listen, you have to hold it. You've got the experience of Katie Power, Kellyanne Doyle, Efa Doyle, uh Laura Norris, they're all in there. Leanne Long, all of these girls that have been playing for Pilltown for so so long. Jennifer Norris, Jenny O'D. all of these girls, they really want this more so than anything. But in order for Pilltown, I think to win this game. We need to see Katie Power step up and be the Katie Power that we have known and seen throughout the inter-county stage over the last couple of years. I know this is probably you could probably say this is probably her first proper year back injury free with the club so like she's going to have to make a big she's going to have to make a big impact statement I think on Sunday like that's where everyone's going to be looking to her and by God our are going to have to have someone on her that's going to literally go they're going to have to hold her back um, Aoife Dial I think needs to have a massive game for them as well when Aoife Dial can take off on her scintillating skint- runs there's nobody going to catch her there's nobody that will have the pace of, with, for her on the Dixburg team you, you need these guys sure and am is Kellyanne. She's going to have to command that centre-back role or whatever position she's going to be playing in. She's going to have to command that. But I just think Dixburg going to slightly edge it just from the way I've been seeing them playing. But then again, like I can't say I've seen a whole lot of Pilltown, so like I can only go from one side of this, but I just feel like this is Pilt- this is Dixborough's year. Okay, well that's what Anya
1: is going with. We will find out uh, after Sunday. Of course, that is the Michael Ling Motors Hyundai Senior Championship final, Piltown versus Dixborough. It's on in John Locke Park on Sunday with a two pm throw-in, and Owen Bean will be the match referee on that one. We're certainly all looking forward forward to it moving on then to the intermediate one which will precede the uh, senior final it is a double header this one is at 12 o'clock in John Locke Park it's the Shaw's department store intermediate decider between Barrow Rangers and James Stevens we heard from Stephen and John here earlier now we're going to hear
0: your thoughts on it Anya how do you feel this one is going to go do you know what Martin you're so right I think this is going to be the biggest game of the weekend um, and obviously like listen I think the senior the standard in the senior is going to be absolutely phenomenal but I just think there's something about this game that it is so so hard to call and I think again both managers they're not really giving away like you can see by John he, the excitement that's in him like and it's just his love for the game but you can see from Stephen Dormer, cool as a cucumber not letting anything out of the bag there experiences you know, yeah, there yeah just going along with it you know happy to say yeah listen we've got there and you know mentioning county finals and you can imagine him at training now like mentioning to the girls like think of the county finals we've been in so far this year. Think about the boys have done. Think about the younger girls have done. And you can imagine he's drilling this into them like I lifting can see, like see, I nearly presence.
1: see a bit of Davy Fitz in him when it comes <laughs> yeah. into the dressing room.
0: Well, I don't know now if he'd like you to be comparing him to Davy Fitz now or anything there. Uh, but yeah, like I think this is going to be an... I think this is going to be a chaotic game. I really like i'm i'm stumped on this one i really want to say th- i i do think james stevens are going to do it but it's going to be by the skin of their teeth and the reason why i'm saying james stevens are going to do it i think the momentum that the momentum that they're carrying on throughout the year the form that they've been kind of getting through in the games and the scorelines they're raking up now as john said earlier it's bound to catch them at some stage. I don't know if it's going to catch them on Sunday or not but I just feel like we've mentioned they've been in three county finals the last three years. These guys are used to playing in county finals. Paulstown on the other side they're not used to playing on on the big stage. Could that maybe go against them? I fear it might. I just think with James Stevens, even though yet they are actually only up to intermediate grade they have that little bit more experience when it comes to the big days and I think that's what's going to get them over the line on Sunday.
1: Okay. Uh Rangers, of course, would say that well they have a lot of experienced girls as well with mm-hmm. Roisin Breen, Colette, Shauna Tracy, yep. you know we have a couple more of them, and Orla Bambury, yep. who had an outstanding game, I believe, in the uh, the latter stages of that semi-final as well. Uh I don't know I of all yeah. the games that could go to extra time extra extra time and even decide this one on penalties which will be the first ever in the county to decide the county final on penalties this one could go all the way
0: I think so and I'm not disputing that Um, you know Barra Rangers don't have the experience of course they have the experience like you've got Colette or Orla Bambry there Roisin Breen Shauna Tracy all these girls that you've just named there Miriam Bambrick, throw her into the loop there as well they absolutely 100% have a wealth of experience but there's a difference in having the experience of the players on your club team for so many years and then the experience of actually getting to county finals and competing at the final stage. And I think that's a massive thing and I think that's going to be the tiniest clencher that's going to get them. I'd love to see Bar Rangers win but I'd also love to see James Stevens win. I think for either team, I think either way it's going to be a great day for whichever club. Obviously it is. They're going to win a county final. Of course it's going to be a great day. There are only really two of the unknowns that yeah, are getting to the too, county final. It's too tough like you know, I I do think it could go to GMC. I do think it could go to extra time. But in saying that now, I did say that Clara and um, Gorn would go to extra time and it would be extremely tight and Clara ended up beating Gorn by 10 points. So I was completely <laughs> well off the Richter scale on that one. But um, In fairness to you though, you have
1: in all throughout this campaign, your strike rate is working out at yeah. about the 90% rate now at this stage. So uh,
0: Just down to the final three where I'll probably be let down now and the, the other three teams will probably win on the day. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know what it is about James Stevens this year. I just think something very similar to Dixburg, their youth. And I think that's what's going to drive them through. And I think that's going to be for the intermediate and the senior game. I think that's going to be the difference in both panels. I think it's the experience of their youth that's coming through and the the lack of fear that they have. And that's a great thing to see see this year in Camoge. And I've been so impressed by that. I mentioned uh, Natalia Jackson uh, for Wine Gap, 16 years of age, standing in centre back. I, I can't stop talking about Ne feel and 18 years of age standing in centre-back for Dixborough. I just think like one of the biggest things to be taken from the whole Championship this year and one of the biggest positives is the amount of great young Camogie players we have seen coming through the Championship this
1: yeah, year. Yeah, the future is certainly bright. Well, you're going for James Stevenson this one so that's two City teams now you're predicting that's going to win county finals for the senior and the intermediate grade this year uh, that's going to be a humdinger as well well we know the county City team win the junior final because it's a battle of the two teams down south it is Munkine and Piltown contesting the Iver Produce Junior uh, Championship final which will be played on Saturday at 2 o'clock in John Johnlock Park as well a triple header of games in Callan over the weekend so who are you putting your money on on this one?
0: I, I can't really change my mind now. Can I 10 weeks into it? You know, I've been harping on about it because if I do, I'm not going to get a bag of spuds and I am depending on a lifetime supply of spuds if Munkine win this county final. Um, I'm d- sure
1: John Crowley now would look after you.
0: <laughs> well, listen, if he can step it up there to Kelly Harrington, he can surely come knocking on Anya Fahi's door as well and give her a bag of spuds. She'd be only too too grateful to take him there. The winter is coming in now, so I'd, I'd only love them. Um, but yeah, no, listen, I don't think and no disrespect to Piltown, I do think it's going to be, I think it is going to be a good game. I do think because Piltown know that they are going to be underdogs going into this game, that they, um they have nothing to fear and they're just going to throw everything at Mooncoin. But I just think Mooncoin, the scores that they've been raking up, and I know Derek didn't want to kind of dwell too much on it when he was kind of saying it, but like, you have to fancy Mooncoin for this. I would be, I'd be very shocked if Mooncoin didn't come out victories on that. Um, and I would, I, I honestly, I would love to see them. I think it'd be great for them. I'm going to call it here now because I think it's the only county final they're going to win this weekend <laughs> but we, we won't Ooh, that's, that's a big statement now in <laughs> um, fairness But yeah like I do I think it's going to I think it's going to be Moonkind's day on Saturday So definitely. you're giving the bragging rights
1: to the women in Moonkind for the oh, weekend
0: 100% all the women independent women all day every day
1: We won't ask you to predict Farlow's uh, <laughs> Oh dear God, no. then above no, a No no I am dealing
0: with that now at the moment <laughs> No no
1: <laughs> This will do me for now For anyone that doesn't know while you're listening to the podcast Anya's other half is the manager of the St. Lacton's hurlers that will be taking on Glenmore in the Intermediate Decider in uh, UPMC Nolan Park on Sunday so I wouldn't like to be in the house uh, later on that night if St. Lacton's don't win that game Mm -hmm. I can tell you but it has been a joy so far to be reviewing and previewing all of the championship games myself and Anya will be live on KCLR 96 FM and scoreline.ie on Saturday broadcasting the junior final live for the the local radio station on KCLR 96 FM so make sure that you tune into it it's going to be a fantastic game and you'll be able to get it all live on air and through the new app as well that is available Uh, and don't forget that we will be announcing our nominees for the team of the year on the 15th, which is next Monday, we'll be having a special podcast sent out on that with the nominations. And of course, the big reveal will take place on the 23rd back to the Tuesday night then of November to see who will be the team of the year. And we are going to announce now that the senior team of the year is being sponsored by the Roach Injury Clinic which anyone that has seen the jerseys go up online they're the lovely purple jerseys that was uh, designed and specially commissioned for that so we thank David Roach um, for his uh, sponsorship
0: on them ones Anya the Intermediate is going to be sponsored by Killery Lighting Services in Tree Castle so thanks very much to Damien Lennon for his generous uh, donation towards those jerseys and well. they
1: are the blue jerseys yeah. of course
0: and anyone that hasn't seen them they are available
1: online through uh scoreline.ie and myself and Anya's uh, social media platforms on Twitter as well. And last but by no means least the Spudman down in Munkine himself John Crowley Sureside Farm and Potatoes has kindly sponsored the Junior uh, Team of the Year competition for us as well which all will be revealed. Um, I suppose a bit ironic that uh, Munkine are going to win the county final according to you and they're going to be sponsored then by the Spudman <laughs> and maybe have a couple of all-stars down there as well so John thank you very much for that well that is it from this special podcast here and the preview of the intermediate senior and junior county finals that is coming up over the weekend we're certainly going to look forward to next Monday revealing our nominations not going to look forward to the rows we're going to have to see who is going to be nominated in the first place but that's certainly one that we are going to uh, enjoy after the county final if I can get on you away from the house on Sunday uh, uh, from her poor other half and yeah I really uh, if he doesn't win that game I don't know what I'm going to do I mightn't have anyone to help me predict uh, no. a team of the year at all at all at
0: you won't <laughs> you won't Martin it's like that you absolutely won't yourself and Lillian will have to do it there now by yourselves because I'll be hiding I'll be hiding it um, there's no if hiding you is... can hide
1: in the KCLR studio yeah. all you want and give us a hand with it well that is it from tonight's episode hopefully that you have enjoyed it uh, when Ken gets a chance now to cut all this back hopefully it won't be too long but we did decide to do a longer version this uh, week and give the managers a voice to be heard for the upcoming finals we're certainly going to look forward to them don't forget junior final is on Thomas or in Callan not Thomastown Callan it's on on Saturday 2 o'clock and a double header then at 12 and 2 for the intermediate and the senior finals on Sunday well that's it from myself and Anya for now it's goodbye from me and
0: Onya Fahy. Thanks. See you next week.
1: She's it. She's taking it. Oh, Hickory, in the, you know, they're, they're the and,
0: you are know, going there.
1: This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahy.